was once a girl named Alexandra, who lived with her parents and her little sister Molly in a big old house in Brookline, Massachusetts. The house was half wood and half stone, big uncut gray fieldstone. Alexandra's favorite place in the house was on the porch. She'd go out there and she'd stretch out on an old moldy couch, and she'd look up. And there above her was a gray stone archway, and she would imagine that she was in a medieval castle long, long ago. She'd pretend she saw the beautiful tapestries and the golden goblets, finely carved furniture, and all the people bowing. And the only thing she didn't like there were the dragons. Sometimes she'd pretend a dragon was coming to get her, and she'd be so scared, and, and then Molly would call her, or a truck would go rumbling by, or the train would go rushing by, and she knew she was safe back in her house in Brookline, Massachusetts. Well, every year before it got too hot, Alexandra and her family would go down to Cape Cod to spend the summer. They rented the same little house every year, out on the tip of Cape Cod in Provincetown, right next to the beach. This particular year, it was the third week in June when they loaded up their car. Alexandra helped put the suitcases in the back, and then she brought out two boxes, part of her shell collection. Oh, Alex, said her mother. You know you get shells at the beach every year. Do you really have to bring all those? Please, Mom, said Alexandra. I only brought the purple ones this time, just the very best ones. Oh, all right, dear, said her mother. But there's no more room in the trunk. You'll have to hold them on your lap. Well, they all climbed into the car and they started on the trip. Alexandra and Molly only fought a little bit along the way. Get your foot off my foot. No, get your foot off my foot. Mom, Allie's crowding me. I am not. Children, please. Finally, the houses, stores, the roads themselves began to look familiar. They turned off the highway, down the lane, and into the driveway of the house they rented each year. They piled out of the car, and Alexandra helped bring the baggage inside. Then she asked, Mom, can I go down to the beach for a while? Just for a little while, please? All right, said her mother, but be back before it gets dark. Can I come too, Allie? No, you're too little. Besides, I want to be by myself. She ran down to the shore and began running towards the water, playing tag with the waves. Can't catch me, can't catch me. Ooh, you got me. Got her sneakers all wet. Then she began to walk along the sand looking for shells. Well, at first all she saw were some broken purple ones, not as good as the ones she already had. But then she saw the most beautiful shell. She'd only seen one like it in a museum. It was a perfect, rough, white spiral, ending in a sharp point. She knew it was a conch shell. She carefully picked it up off the sand and turned it over. Inside, it was silky smooth and pink and purple and opalescent white. Alexandra remembered that when you put a seashell to your ear, you can hear the sounds of the sea. So she held it up to her ear. But what she heard was not the sound of the sea. She put the shell down, 
and looked around, but there was no one there. So she put the shell to her ear again, and she heard music and a voice singing. She looked up. Instead of the little houses along the shore, Alexandra saw an enormous medieval stone castle. And on top of the highest turret, there was a little girl dressed in a purple silken robe, her blonde hair waving in the breeze, waving at Alexandra. Alexandra walked up to the castle. The drawbridge was open. Carefully, she tucked the shell under her arm, walked over the drawbridge, and inside. The little girl came running down the steps to meet her. "Hello," she said. "I'm Viola. Who are you?" "I'm Alexandra." "Oh, I'm so glad you've come. We've been waiting for you for a long time." The little girl took Alexandra by the hand, and she showed her all around the castle. She led her from one room to the next, and in each room, Alexandra saw the most beautiful embroidered tapestries. There were golden goblets, finely carved furniture, and such treasures as she'd never imagined. But she noticed that there were no people anywhere, and so she asked, "Viola, where is everyone?" "Oh, don't you know?" They've all been taken away by the dragon. He comes every year on the longest day of the year, just at sunset, and he takes the people away. And I'm the last one left. You've come to help me, haven't you? Please say you'll help. Dragons. Alexandra thought of the song in the shell. Heroes all slew dragons. Well, isn't there a prince or somebody who could be a hero and kill the dragon? She asked. There are no princes left," said the little girl. Alexandra did some quick calculations, and she realized that that day was the longest day of the year, and almost sunset. Viola took her by the hand and led her up the stairs. They climbed, winding higher and higher. Until they reached the top of the highest turret, they looked out. There, hanging above the sea like an orange fireball, sat the sun. Then it dipped down and touched the water, and the orange spread across the sea like gold. And then there was a shadow coming closer, getting larger. A shadow coming so close that Alexandra could smell the burning of the dragon's breath. The dragon came closer and closer, and they ducked, and it flew past. But then it wheeled around, and it came at them again. 
Alexandra took the shell from under her arm. She aimed the sharp point at the dragon, and then with all her might, she threw the shell at the dragon's belly, and there was a crack! And something fell at her feet. Alexandra opened her eyes and looked down. There, at her feet, was the shell lying on the sand. She looked up and... There were the seagulls circling around, crying and calling. She looked over, and there were the row of houses along the shore, and Molly standing in the driveway and calling, Alexandra, come inside now, her blonde hair waving in the breeze. And in the wind, she heard, Thank you, Alexandra. Alexandra picked up the shell. She looked at it carefully. It seemed just the same. She tucked it under her arm, and she brought it back to the house with her. She didn't tell anyone about the castle, or the little girl, or the dragon. But she kept the shell by her bed, and it was her most treasured possession. And sometimes at night, she'd hold the shell up to her ear. And she would listen. <laughs>